0: everybody welcome back to another episode of the crime and coffee couple my name's allison my name's
1: mike hello mike hey babe um i think we had this conversation where i slap my knee and then you have to wait like two <laughs> seconds just so it doesn't look like my hands on my knee and then you know then i could look back at the video oh of- <laughs> uh- the camera.
0: Sometimes I forget. You forgot, and that's okay. I did. We
1: scared the shit out of our dog.
0: I know. She's sleeping next to me, and she like le- leapt up. Yeah, she leapt up. That's
1: for me to do the audio and the video to sync them together. Yeah, so, yeah, that's interesting. Well, you, you guys can go check it out on our YouTube page. I'll do better next time, Mike. Hey, that's all we're gonna try to do. That's why we tell the kids, you know, you get, you can actually learn from your failures,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, you don't learn anything from your successes. You just learn, oh, I did it. Failures, it's like, oh, I got to do better.
0: I think you probably still learn a little something from your successes maybe. like how to do things right maybe i mean that's just what i'm yeah. saying
1: i mean I uh, yeah hey either way so, so um, how are you I'm good, I'm good um, It's Friday evening here where mm-hmm. we're recording So um, when you're listening to this, it'll be Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or could
0: It could even be next Friday, who knows Who knows, it could be six months from now, it could be a year from now <sighs> One true. never knows, whenever you hit that play button, that's when you're hearing it Yeah,
1: absolutely, but I'm just happy it's a weekend oh, Um me too getting, I can't believe it's Thanksgiving I mean, this How? is a Thanksgiving week episode
0: How is it going to be Thanksgiving on uh, Thursday?
1: I don't know, like last, somebody told me like Monday They're like, so are you ready for Thanksgiving? I'm like, what are you talking about? That's like a few <laughs> weeks away
0: We got plenty of time <laughs>
1: like no no it's this week so that's uh it's here in america at least yeah yeah i don't know how it works elsewhere
0: hopefully you'll help me with some food prep
1: yeah absolutely
0: Definitely here will. in the pernecki house we host and um pretty much cook everything the whole thing as
1: well it should be because we're damn good cooks
0: yeah i think so and we enjoy it too right so i'm not complaining i will say you know one of my
1: favorite things is probably cooking with you
0: yeah it is it's um a stress reliever
1: yeah it's just like you know i'm usually the sous chef where i chop up the vegetables and such and you're kind of like okay now go to this and go to this
0: Mm -hmm. and we're doing something creative we normally have music playing we're Mm -hmm. just chit-chatting yeah um i know the wednesday before is when i do a great deal of the cooking i put a lot of my food and like throw away casserole pans because Lord knows I don't like to do dishes.
1: No, and it kind of stresses you out when there's a lot of leftovers yeah like just things packing up and yeah
0: well you make room for thanksgiving but wednesday i will be cooking all day long and our 11 year old daughter and i can say 11 because her birthday was this past week
1: happy birthday reese happy
0: birthday reese um she helps with like every dish
1: yeah she well she's old enough and she's more enough of an interest where she can do that Mm -hmm. so that'll be fun yeah it's, it's creating those traditions
0: and we hope you all have a fabulous and Safe and happy Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. Well. Um. And you know, while you're talking at the Thanksgiving table, why don't you go ahead and mention your favorite true crime podcast?
0: Pass it along,
1: or your seventh favorite, if it's us. So whatever favorite we are of yours, go ahead and mention it.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: You know, mention the little guys. The murder, my favorite murder. They don't need mentions. You know, forget They've them. They've
0: got so yeah. many fans. These are all a... the little guys. A bone. Yeah.
1: That's us. The little guys here. So Morbid's doing a great job. My favorite murder. Great job, all you guys. But yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, move up those ranks. And the way that you can help us, um, if you you know i have listened to about three episodes and you've enjoyed them, then like we say, like Allison says, it's time to put out and go ahead and put in a review. So We appreciate
0: um, it too. We absolutely do.
1: um, If you're an Apple user, that is. And speaking of, actually, one of the most recent reviews um, mentioned that because uh, it was Pennywise. She said, or he or she said, I'm very embarrassed to say that I'm 60 episodes in and I haven't written a review, but I normally listen while putting away my kids' laundry or when they're asleep in the car so I get sidetracked very easily. Me too. I hear you there. Mm Mm-hmm. I've been listening since the very beginning of the podcast, and I've been listening weekly, which is awesome. Yeah, we I mean, do.
0: Like, we are so grateful for our listeners. Yeah,
1: thank you so much. I, I love the beginning where they speak a little about what's going on in their lives. That's what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know who's telling the story, and it helps ease you into the episode. Keep doing a great job. I'll forever be a lifelong listener.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. So that's- Pennywise. Ooh. Yeah, scary. Spooky.
1: Yeah. Uh, hopefully you don't live in a sewer or anything. But, no,
0: stay away from those sewers. Yeah, if you enjoy it, then yeah, that's
1: more power to you. Um, we like to just kind of start out because it, it feels weird just going right into a, a terrible murder story. So, mm-hmm. it's just
0: yeah, absolutely, give some humanity to it. Um, but if my voice sounds a little weird, I and apologize because. Apparently, I have the immune system that's non-existent because I'm sick again.
1: Yeah. It's
0: it's unbelievable. It's like you're a newborn baby. I know. I'm like brand new out of the womb. I have no immunity. And um, our son was snick. Snick? He was snick. He was sick oh and sniffling all over the place last week. I knew one of us was bound to get it because Lord knows that kid he doesn't wash his hands, I'm sure.
1: Oh, speaking of, like we, we mentioned this on the bonus episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, I must say, I might toot my own horn, uh, toot toot, if toot toot. I had one, that the last episode was pretty good by me. So if For Patreon. You, yeah, for the Patreon members. If you want bonus episodes, we do one every other week, and mine was pretty good. So you have to be a tier two member to yeah. hear it, because it's, uh, you get one every other week as a tier two every... Um, once a month, and as a tier one,
0: it so. was fabulous. But before, in the intro of our Patreon, you were like, "I literally found a booger on our son's was a door."
1: Yeah, it was on his door. So we were going to open the door, <laughs> oh and God. I felt the crusty little <laughs> nub, and I was like, "Hey, bud, um, I found a booger on your door," and he's like, "No, that's that's not a booger." I'm like, "Okay, so it's green and crusty, and you're just getting, <laughs> and
0: you're you're sick.
1: You're actively like wiping your boogers on your face right now, so this isn't a booger." Okay, I'm just gonna wash my hands yes. just in case.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're a parent of a 14 year old or teenage boy you may as well be living with a gorilla yeah is really the way that i see it. accurate so anyway i'm sorry if i sound funky but it's just another sickness
1: yeah and uh, real quick i'm sipping on a, a glass of wine here so you want to tell our listeners what this is all about
0: well i know we've mentioned it but we're doing the whole 100 day not drinking challenge um, just for whatever reason. Um, so we're it's the holidays and you know, you like a little wine. So I purchased some non alcoholic wine from Amazon. And if you look at some of the reviews, if that's something that interests you, if you're just trying to drink less, if you don't drink at all, whatever it may be, um, a lot of the reviews for the non alcoholic wines are terrible. And so you're kinda taking a risk to buy something online. But this one had more you know, positive reviews than the previous ones, but it's Ariel Cabernet Sauvignon, and it's thirty-two dollars for two bottles. So uh,
1: interesting because you told me fifteen dollars a bottle. Close enough. That's sixteen.
0: Mind your business.
1: Okay, and uh, I will say, as far as the review, it tastes like grape juice. Uh, Concord grape juice, Welch's. I would Mm-mm. say for me, it does. So
0: no, not and worth it. You, in my no, when you are drinking this wine, you have to realize that it is non-alcoholic. Mm-hmm. It is you're not drinking wine. Yeah. To me, I think they did a pretty darn good job it
1: does have that wine feel a little bit
0: and the smell yeah so i'm i'm gonna give it some kudos
1: okay go ahead i'm not
0: but um and if you don't have anything else to add mike we can just dive right in
1: Uh, i think i'm good
0: okay the water's perfectly warm yep so here we go. So this is a story of Peyton Lightner, and she is the survivor of the Slender Man stabbings. Oh,
1: the Slender Man. Mm-hmm. Wasn't this uh, requested by it multiple was. people?
0: This story was actually a suggestion by not only our listener, but our Patreon, Clara Ann. So thank you, thank you. Um, Mike, I have to ask you, do you know this story?
1: No, um, I try never to listen to any murder stories. So okay. weird that I have a podcast, but yeah. yeah. Um, I know about Slenderman from Roblox, I think he was. Mm-hmm. So I know, you know, the game that the kids played and it was this big skinny guy and he'd come around and try to get you.
0: Well, you're going to learn a little bit more. Okay. So I've only heard this story presented on one podcast and it was years ago. So, you know, I wasn't super familiar with it either. So this story takes place on May 31st, 2014. I always like to establish a date in Waukesha, Wisconsin and one might think that a sleepover involving a few 12-year-old girls would be all fun and games this one however ended in a brutal stabbing
1: uh it's not what you want to hear
0: no so on we're going to backtrack a little bit and go back to where this whole slenderman thing started so on June 8th 2009 the oh co-
1: it's uh, it's minecraft right is that uh, what it is? Minecraft? It's or been robots? on
0: various things. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Um, on June 8, 2009, the comedy website Something Awful launched a paranormal pictures Photoshop contest. They asked participants to change ordinary photos into creepy looking images through digital manipulation. The manipulated photos would then be passed on as legitimate photos on various paranormal forums. The public responded and thousands of ideas were submitted. You know a lot of, there's a lot of creative people out there. Oh
1: man, I to talk about the internet like it If you want to feel like inferior to other Mm -hmm. people, you go to the internet, like I thought I was kind of funny. Yeah. And I go online. I'm like, I would never even think of this. This Mm -mm. is hilarious in every way possible. And it's not even like possible in my brain.
0: No, when I go on the internet, I'm not funny. I'm certainly not pretty.
1: (laughs) Well, you're pretty good. I Yeah, I would kick you out of bed. But
0: there's just a, I'm just saying there's a lot of creative people out there. It's, it's, it's impressive. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, the, like I said, the public responded. They have tons of submissions. So, on June 10th, one participant named Eric Nutzen, who uses pseudonym Victor Surge, he submitted two black and white photos that showed a tall, thin, sinister figure lurking behind a group of children. There was a short description of a mysterious creature who stalked children, and his name was... Slenderman. Slenderman. He's tall and thin. He wears a black suit and a blank face. According to the legend, his arms can stretch and shorten and he has tentacle-like appendages that can come off of his back, and he is often shown standing in the woods.
1: Okay, so this makes sense why these games would have that exact creepy image. Yeah.
0: So the first time I ever heard of it was with our kids, like you said, and I remember being like, "Ooh, that is creepy." So, it was intended to be a meme, but it inspired a creative outburst, as creepy things especially normally do. And soon, thousands of people were making drawings and sharing stories, mostly depicting him stalking, abducting, and traumatizing people, but more specifically, children. That's his target. Mm-hmm. So, now we're going to get back into the story. I just wanted to give you a little bit of background about this little Slender Man figure. Good idea. So, each year, Morgan Geyser was allowed to have two friends over for her birthday.
1: Like any other kid, like, for instance, our kid.
0: Well, it's actually interesting timing for the story because our 11 year old daughter is having a sleepover this weekend for her birthday. Granted, these girls are one year older, but it's very fitting to my research. Like, it was eerie reading this yeah, because this is the situation they were in. So it was May of 2014, and she chose this year Anissa Wire and Peyton Leitner. Peyton and Morgan had met in fourth grade after Peyton noticed Morgan sitting alone and approached her. She knew that Morgan struggled to make friends and said she was sitting there all by herself, and I didn't think anyone should have to sit by themselves. Clearly a very empathetic and sweet girl. Very
1: kind. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids just wouldn't care and go on there right. with their day.
0: So Peyton described herself as a hopeful and positive person who tried to see the good in people. They became fast friends. They often hung out after school, they played outside, they, you know, drew, they had sleepovers, very typical things that little girls do. So, um, Peyton went by the nickname Bella and apparently that came through in kindergarten. There were two Peytons in the class and in order to distinguish herself differently she said oh you can call me Bella. Apparently that was her middle name. So um, if you ever watch some of the interviews with the girls they referred to Peyton as Bella but I'm gonna be referring to her as Peyton in the story. So um, Peyton Excuse me, I'm gonna go on here. So while they were friends, Peyton noticed that Morgan was a happy girl, but she also seemed a little lonely. She considered her best her a best friend and someone that she could absolutely trust. She said that Morgan was funny. She had a lot of jokes to tell. And she was great at drawing. She had a big imagination and she did keep things fun. So always well in their friendship you know they met in fourth grade as they're entering sixth grade all of a sudden a third party comes into the picture they always say especially i think girls three is a hard number because somebody at some point is going to be the third wheel
1: yeah not the favorite Mm -hmm. you know usually two of them kind of separate off and giggle and have their inside jokes and which means that the third one is like you know kind of feeling left out And then you know you got the cattiness it's a
0: hard balance oftentimes when i take my girls trips there's three of us and we do great but of course we're adults um these are children and it's a tough age so all of a sudden anisa is coming into the picture and this is when everything started to go downhill peyton noticed that anisa and morgan were very obsessed with slender man and this didn't sit well with her She wanted to keep the peace in her friendship so she went along with it saying that she thought it was odd. She said it kind of frightened me a little bit but I went along with it. I was supportive because I thought that's what she liked. The stories did get to Peyton, though, and at one point, she asked her mom, Stacy, if Slender Man was real, because, of course, she's a, she's a child, yeah. you know? And you go to
1: your parents, who you trust, and who can tell you <clears throat> right from wrong, and say, hey, what, uh, have you guys heard of this? Is this real? And you can look it up and be like, no, that's much better. Right,
0: of and when you're laying in your bedroom at night, and you're thinking about this image of Slender Man, who these two girls you're often spending time with are describing, who targets children, your imagination's gonna run wild and you're gonna get scared. You're
1: one of the targets.
0: So she was troubled to the point that she truly did consider ending their friendship. Wow. So Stacy Leitner, Peyton's, Peyton's mom said, Peyton was such an empathetic kid. She recognized that Morgan maybe wasn't the healthiest friendship to have, but if Peyton wasn't her friend, she wouldn't have any other friends. So she thought that everyone deserved at least one friend.
1: So Morgan wouldn't have any friends. Mm-hmm. So that's why she said Peyton would still hang out with her. So she was more worried that um, Morgan would be friendless.
0: Yeah, Peyton was worried about Morgan. Hmm. So she just let the whole Slenderman thing slide. There were times that this was going on that Morgan did guilt Peyton into continuing to be friends with her. So as Morgan's fascination with Slenderman grew, so did her friendship with Anissa. They were clearly bonding on the subject. So the two lived in the same apartment complex and they rode the bus to school together every day. Peyton said that she did not like Anissa at all, and only spent time with her because she knew that Morgan really loved her as a friend. She felt that Anissa was often cruel to her, and was likely jealous of the friendship that she shared with Morgan, because of course they've got two years behind their belt as friends, where Anissa's really just coming into the picture now. Trying to play catch-up. Exactly. So, as Morgan's 12th birthday began, the trio went roller skating at a local roller rink, They had frozen yogurt, and then they went into their slumber party. Peyton recalls something feeling off that night as she looks back on everything that happened. When Morgan didn't want to stay up all night as she normally did, that struck Peyton as odd. And she said, Well, I want to go to bed early so that we can go get some sleep and go for a walk in the morning. That's That was Morgan's excuse that night. It's usually, what you're saying. Right. That is actually what I'm saying it's all the more time. of a
1: 45 year old thing. I'm uh, like, Mike, we got to
0: go to bed. We got to take a walk.
1: I know our daughter. She's always like, I'm going to stay up all night, all nighter.
0: Yep. Yeah, I mean, I did too when I was a kid. Yeah. So when Peyton woke up the next morning, she was alone in Morgan's room. She found that Morgan and Anissa had already gotten up. They had gone downstairs and gotten on the computer. They had donuts for breakfast, and they decided to head to the park. It was Morgan's idea to go to the park. Normally, she would have to go with an adult, but her mom felt comfortable that she was with her two friends. So her mom let the girls go by themselves.
1: Good to give some independence.
0: Exactly. And they're getting older. So when they got to the park, Anissa and Morgan suggested that they go on a walk and play hide and seek in the nearby woods. As they reached the woods and Peyton thought they were getting ready to play hide and seek. Anissa told Peyton to lay down and cover herself with sticks and leaves so that she could hide. I also read in a couple of stories that they had gone into the park bathroom and Anissa tried to slam Peyton's head onto the concrete wall to knock her unconscious.
1: You would think that would be in more uh, reports if that was true. So
0: I didn't read that in consistent reports. So Peyton is, you know, just playing along. She's thinking they're playing hide-and-seek. So she was taking leaves and sticks and covering herself as she was instructed, again, assuming that they're just going to get into a fun game of hide-and-seek. However, this is the time that, to Peyton's horror, Morgan began to repeatedly stab her with a knife, That she had brought from home.
1: Morgan was stabbing Peyton.
0: Yes. As Peyton laid on the ground. Oh my God. Getting ready to play hide and seek. Okay. And Anissa stood nearby watching. When she finished, she and Anissa turned and left her alone to bleed to death.
1: And That's insane. Yeah, like, let's and let's absorb this situation a little bit. So these like three twelve year old girls mm-hmm. are going out here, sixth graders, yeah, and uh, just gonna go play some hide and seek. They purposely tell Peyton to lay down and put leaves and sticks over you. To leave her there as a victim so that they can come and stab her. So they had this pre plan. This is all something that was in their head, you know, why she was saying, let's get up early for a walk. Mm-hmm. They wanted to stab Peyton, basically. Yeah. Oh my God, what monsters.
0: So somehow Peyton managed to pull herself from the woods and onto a path in hopes that someone would find her. She remembers getting up, grabbing trees for support. And finally, she hit an open patch of grass where she just lay down waiting. And she said her vision was, like, coming in and out.
1: Yeah, because of the blood loss, I'm sure, and Mm -hmm. stress and shock.
0: Right. Thankfully, a bicyclist named Greg Steinberg was riding that Saturday morning and discovered Peyton at the end of Big Ben Road. And... She basically told him, can you please help me? I have been stabbed multiple times. As Greg made the 911 call, Greg could be heard telling Peyton in the background, honey, help is coming. They'll be here in a flash. And he was offering her water. He seemed like the perfect person to come across her. Yeah, nice guy. So when police and EMT workers arrived and placed Peyton in the ambulance, again, she said she remembers her vision fading in and out of focus. She also recalls that she felt not an ounce of pain because her body was in such shock sure so thankfully at the time she she didn't feel anything so as she arrived at the hospital she remembers seeing her mom as the nurses counted her wounds meanwhile her mom was absolutely horrified to see her baby girl who was supposed to be having fun at a 12 year old birthday party
1: well first thought has got to be okay what kind of sicko came out of the woods and Mm -hmm. started stabbing my daughter you know let's go find the guy right instead of uh yeah let's go talk to morgan and anisa because they probably stabbed her like that'd be the last thing on your mind probably it'd be like parents possibly (coughs) it'd be anybody like Mm -hmm. literally anybody but the two girls she was going to like slumber party with
0: right you're right it would be the last people you would suspect so she's watching as her baby girl is covered in stab wounds on her arms her legs and her torso
1: how big was this knife
0: five inches the blade the blade was five inches it was big yeah it was a decent sized blade stick knife basically Mm -hmm. there were five wounds to her arm seven to her leg and the rest were scattered scattered around her torso some said they amounted to 25 i read in other cases it was 19 either way 20 ish a lot yeah so Peyton was taken to the OR emergently as doctors at Pro Health Waukesha Memorial Hospital were shocked by her critical injuries. The wounds to her arms and legs had only damaged soft tissue, while two to her torso had hit major organs. So mm. her diaphragm was slashed and her liver and stomach were hits. Ugh. And her heart had been nearly penetrated, and a major artery was missed by less than a millimeter. According to the surgeon who operated on Peyton, he said had the knife gone through farther than the width of a human hair, she would have died.
1: You know, you hear those things all the time um which you wonder how like how much truth there is to it you know i mean but, he was the surgeon that repaired right,
0: her injuries right, right he was inside no i
1: mean that's that's very lucky it's insane how some things work sometimes i mean
0: she was like an angel was watching over her or something so after six hours of surgery peyton began to wake up and immediately worried about where morgan and anisa were she was hoping they had been found and that they were in police custody
1: so at this point she already <laughs> told everybody that it was them
0: Yeah, she did. She told um, the emerger, the paramedics. Okay. Right away, they said, who did this to you? And she said, my friend Morgan. Okay. So Peyton at this point, while she was like worried for where these girls were, she still has a ventilator going, you know, breathing for her. Mm, So So she's communicating by writing on a whiteboard. Good. So, after stabbing Peyton, Anissa and Morgan ran through the woods and were apprehended by police five miles away where I, near I-94 at a furniture store. They were basically just sitting there. So, inside the bag they carried, they found the knife that was used to stab Peyton. Police noted that Morgan had zero empathy, though Anissa was voicing feelings of guilt.
1: Man, talk about a psychopath.
0: So, they told them that they attacked Peyton because they believed that the slender man was real and that they were going to be his servants, which would keep him from killing their families. Oh, my
1: God. Like, how do you get so deep into something? That's crazy. Man, that's like a good reason to keep in contact with like your kids, nieces, nephews, whatever, Mm -hmm. just to see what's going on in their head.
0: And what they feel is reality and not. Yeah,
1: because kids,
0: you know, they have
1: like wild imaginations and they actually think like, you know, there's monsters in places. Mm like. Like, you know, like we posted on Instagram, you still think there's a person behind you when you're running up the steps from the basement.
0: And we're adults. And yeah. We, you know, we get scared by right. stuff like like um, the boogeyman. Yeah.
1: But, and, you know, now it's like kids. It's like, no, I mean, you know, we tell our kids there's no such thing. There's never been a history of anybody ever reporting a monster. Mm-hmm. So it's your, there's no monsters.
0: So when the girls were walking on this five mile walk, they were basically walking in the direction of where they thought Slender Man lived and that he, they were going to come and live with him. Wow. So parents... Peyton's recovery was extremely difficult, not only emotionally, but also physically, too. So she was very scared. She was traumatized. She slept in bed with her mom at night. She didn't want to be alone. And who could blame her?
1: Sure. Because, I mean, anytime Morgan and Nisa can come out or Slenderman or whatever, like, she's basically been shown that what you trusted in the past can't Mm -hmm. be trusted anymore.
0: Exactly. And then you start to question yourself. <clears throat> like I trusted these people what's wrong with my judgments? yeah, to this day, Peyton says she sleeps with a pair of broken scissors under her pillow next to her, just in case, yeah, so you know this is something that's going to be with her forever can't blame her, so after police had Morgan and Anissa in custody, they immediately confessed to the attack. They told police that they had been planning this for a long time. Morgan came up with the idea toward the end of December slash beginning of January so we're into May at the end of May last day of May so she was basically forming this plan for about six months Mm. so she said that they would be proxies for Slender Man and in order to do that (laughs) They she would, said proxies. She said the word proxies multiple, multiple times. So
1: there must have been some, some like you know fan fiction or something mm-hmm. that must have been written.
0: They were big into this website called like Creepy Pasta Wiki. Uh huh. I am clueless about any of that.
1: Creepy pasta is like stu- <clears throat> like copy paste stuff that you just put on like forums and stuff. Okay. And so or like fan fiction and stuff, and a lot of people put the same thing in other places to make it spread. And yeah.
0: So they specifically said, and I was watching um Anisa's interview with a detective and she kept using the word proxy. So in order to be the Slenderman's proxies, they would have to kill Peyton and they had actually planned to murder Peyton during their sleepover, but they planned. They changed their plans because they were tired from roller skating. <sighs> they were going to put duct tape over her mouth and stab her in the neck.
1: Like while she slept? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, so that's why they, they were saying, let's go to sleep early. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think at that point they made the decision that they were going to postpone it to the next day.
1: Thank God they didn't do that.
0: Mm-hmm. So Morgan took the knife from her kitchen. She brought it with her to the park. Initially, Anissa was going to do the stabbing, but she changed her mind and she told the detective that she was just too squeamish to do so. Yeah, you poor thing. Now, when you watch the interviews, you can see that, you know, Anissa is sniffling and things like that. Morgan, nothing. nothing. Still. Nothing. Wow. The detective was coming into the room and morgan was like is peyton dead?" and he goes i don't know and he she goes i was just wondering <laughs> just, just like that our day just mm-hmm. like what, how's
1: the weather outside
0: so morgan told anisa to give her the go-ahead when it was time to attack peyton they played as they played hide and seek they had little code words for each other so morgan was kitty and anisa was scorpion so it was Anissa's job to give her the go-ahead by saying "Kitty now," and that was when Morgan was going to jump into action and begin to attack Peyton.
1: Those are secret code names for when they were it was going to happen.
0: Yes. So of course Morgan's, or I'm sorry, Peyton is laying down in the woods. She's beginning to cover herself with the sticks and leaves. This is the point that Anissa shouts out, "Kitty now." And this is the what prompts Morgan to jump on top of Peyton. And when the interview, when the p- detective was interviewing her, she he was like, "How many times did you stab her?" She's like, "I don't know. It just kind of felt like air." As she's like making stabbing no- motions, yeah. she's like, "It kind of just felt like nothing. I don't know."
1: So just like I don't know how many times I connected, but a mm-hmm. lot. It was a lot. I mean,
0: so Anisa said that Peyton was screaming out in agony, and the last thing that she said to them was, "I trusted you, I hate you." Though she continued to repeat after this, "I can't see, I can't see the girls told Peyton that they would get her help, and they both told the detectives when we told Peyton that we knew we weren't going to we were what
1: psychopaths I mean, even this Anissa like that she was like so desperate to try to be friends with Morgan that mm-hmm. she would just do whatever. And, I mean, Morgan must have had a very strong way about her, um, you know, to, for Anissa to be able to follow this. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, Morgan's the the complete psychopath in this whole thing.
0: She is the 100% ringleader, and detectives immediately could identify that. Yeah. And just the way she told the detective in the interview, she's like, it, it was a really, it was a great plan. It was flawless. And that's how she spoke, just, like, very whimsical. It was flawless. Wow. And the detective, meanwhile, who's interviewing her, has a daughter that's around that age. Oh geez! So mm-hmm. he's like,
1: "You're gonna, you're gonna get the maximum
0: He's putting here. himself like right in her shoes, or like, like that. This could have been my daughter. I mean,
1: this chick Morgan has no hope of ever being a normal human being. Basically,
0: I guess her parents kind of saw very, very early on that she lacked empathy. So it would it was 2002, which would have made her what was, she's turning 12. So she would have been young, that she was watching Bambi, and they were fearful of showing her Bambi because they were afraid when the mother died that it would really affect her.
1: Spoiler alert!
0: And they said that she was not. Like, All huh. she said was like, "Run, Bambi, save yourself." So they were like, kind of like, "Huh?"
1: Yeah, where it. it- pretty much ruins most children's younger lives. We're like, oh, why'd you show me Bambi? Why'd you think that was a good idea when I was five to show me a mother Mm -hmm. deer getting shot?
0: So in 2016, Morgan's mom told a newspaper that her daughter had been diagnosed with early onset schizophrenia while she was in custody.
1: Makes complete sense.
0: And Any drugs that she's on at all? So it took a while for her to get diagnosed because I guess she wasn't being seen by a mental health therapist through all the like trials and whatnot so i guess um she was in a pretty bad way she was like hallucinating she was talking to things that weren't there i
1: mean that's terrible
0: it, it is terrible and they say early onset because she'd only just turned 12 which yeah. is much earlier than the typical diagnosis yeah so her mom did say in one of the things i read that once she did get on a medication it was like a whole other person Hmm. So meaning like
1: better or? better yes okay. so she mm-hmm. was on medication at the time yes huh
0: no I mean not at the time that this happened no, no. they they didn't know anything after. about it oh okay gotcha. yeah this was 2016 this oh, is I'm not listening to the years sorry this is two years after the stabbing got it, got it, got it, she okay. was diagnosed it wasn't immediately though when like all this went down it took time for her to be seen by the right person and w- whatnot. So, du- during a 2015 hearing, a forensic psychologist testified for the defense that Morgan's father had been hospitalized multiple times as a teenager. He himself had mental illness. So, Stacy Peyton's mom, remembers feeling angry at Morgan's parents, knowing that Morgan's dad had schizophrenia. For a long time, she felt that there must have been things that they could see that were going on and that they had been in denial and that they had been ignoring their daughter's symptoms that had they addressed them, her daughter would not have been stabbed 19 to 20 plus times. Yeah,
1: 100%, no doubt about it. So terrible parenting on the part of Morgan's parents. I
0: mean, I watched both of their parents in interviews. I mean, it's it's a tragic thing regardless. As Stacey,
1: Peyton's mom, you're obviously, you know, trying to like blame anybody you can because of your, your baby's been stabbed and it mm-hmm. shouldn't have happened. And at the same time, somebody who has schizophrenia at 12 years old, you probably have an indication somewhere.
0: You're at least seeing some things that it's like you're he- scratching your head. Like, huh, yeah. something's not right here. Stacy's Stacy did. However, her anger subsided as she realized that they themselves were going through their own kind of hell sure. and they were yeah. the day that all this happened they were only told that one of the girls was hurt. So the parents did not even know which one. They, they don't know what's happening.
1: You would think so they just didn't tell them if it was their daughter not, or not?
0: Not initially.
1: <laughs> okay. That's so stupid.
0: you know i i feel for all all involved in sure this. this is a very unfortunate thing i
1: feel the worst for the mom who had her daughter stabbed no of I'll course say i would agree with that i mean you know i don't think that trumps anybody else mm-hmm. i would you know tough shit i mean yeah you're you, and i get it you know I, if our kids stabbed somebody i'd feel terrible I'm, i would hope that these parents feel terrible i know they do I mean, yeah
0: you know. they absolutely do then they but, should i mean when you say that um, Peyton was literally a hair's length away or width away from being dead. I mean, that's just in- unbelievable. I mean, she could have easily died that day. And uh,
1: hindsight's twenty twenty. Obviously, yeah. Would, would parent your Morgan's family wish they can go back and see course. some things? Yeah, of course.
0: They would change it in a second. So because of the gruesome nature of the attack, Morgan and Anissa were charged in adult court versus, versus juvenile. Both of them. Mm-hmm. So, they were charged with first-degree attempted intentional homicide after the attack. Anissa pleaded guilty to a lesser charge and was found not guilty by a jury by mental disease or defect in 2017. Morgan pleaded guilty to the first-degree charges in 2018, the following year. So, as part of her plea agreement with the prosecutors, Morgan was convicted but found not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect, which I think we all expected to be the case. Yeah. And Anissa was sentenced to up to 25 years, Morgan up to 40 years in a mental insti- a mental health institution. So, uh,
1: wait, both in the mental health or mm-hmm. just Morgan? No, both. Oh, wow.
0: So Anissa was sentenced to 25, Morgan to 40. Anissa Wire was released from her mental facility on Monday, September thirteenth, twenty 2021, less than four years after her sentencing. And again, it always comes down to when they said like 25 years, she didn't even serve four. Yeah. Like
1: I kind of agree because she made a really horrible mm-hmm. mistake as a kid, you yeah. know, and she was very easily influenced mm-hmm. and you know, I don't know about her whole situation and story to be able to allow this to happen, but you're still a little kid that, you know, you want to make a friend. I, you know, if they originally said five years, that would make sense. But like you said, why say 25? Why say 25? And then four. That's So
0: stupid. because it's a mental health institution, they're going off like, obviously the doctor's reports and recommendations and things like that. So judge Michael Bowren ruled that she no longer possesses a threat and she has been released to live with her dad under 24 seven GPS monitoring. And she is not allowed to have any contact whatsoever with Peyton until the year 2039. I guess by law, she cannot have any sort of contact or interaction with Peyton. I'd say that's fair until 2039. I mean,
1: at the same time, she probably wants to send a letter and apologize, I would say. Perhaps,
0: but that's huh. too bad okay. Peyton's family was in court um during this you know time that the judge ruled that she was safe to leave they did not object to the terms they did express that they were disappointed that she was being released early they wish she had served a longer sentence so every six months morgan is able to request a conditional discharge from the hospital if the facility staff approves wow So for
1: the next uh, 40 years she can request apparently every six so okay.
0: yes So she's still out there, obviously.
1: The only way she's going to make it out is if they give her plenty of meds and then she tests out of it. But then she's going to go right back and she's going to stop taking her meds and things are going to
0: happen. Well, I mean, hopefully there's hope for people who have mental diseases that they will stay on their medication and live a normal life. I mean, that's the goal. So when Peyton was interviewed in 2019, she's age 17 at that point. Peyton said that she never ever wants to see or interact with either girl ever again, and you know it sounds like she doesn't want to open that book. She doesn't want an apology letter. She doesn't want any contact. Well,
1: no, I don't blame her. Like hell, no. You know it's up to you whether you want to, you know, forgive them for their whatever they did. Mm -hmm. But I mean, receiving a letter from uh Anisa or Morgan would only serve Anisa or Morgan.
0: Right, exactly. If if so it's only going go to open it. these wounds that Peyton literally sustained, literally, yeah. then no, absolutely not. Yeah, Cuz like you said, it's only benefiting Morgan and Anissa if that's what they wanted to do. Yeah,
1: Peyton should be the one calling the shots. 100%. So that makes sense.
0: So, um they asked her during this interview What she would tell Morgan if she could say something to her and she said I would probably initially thank her I would say just because of what she did I have the life I have now I really really like it and I have a plan. I didn't have a plan when I was 12 and now I do because of everything that I went through at that time she planned to attend college in the fall of 2020 with a uh, focus on having a career in the medical fields. And Peyton urges parents to talk to her, their kids who might not understand the difference, like we said, between what is real and what is fictional. Yeah. And she also urges young people to end any friendships that aren't healthy for them. You have no obligation to continue a friendship that you feel isn't serving you.
1: Yeah, whether you're young or old. That's, exactly. Uh, very true. If you feel like... If somebody that you hang out with makes you a worse person. Then cut them out of your life as soon as you can. A hundred
0: percent. Maybe
1: not just ghost them, but just hang out with them less. You know, they, they get the idea eventually. Just, just say, you know, I'm busy tonight or no, I can't do that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, some other time. Yeah. Some I other form of it. I think
0: kids have a harder time because they've just been friends. It's just like, it's like a habit. This is just who I hang out with. So I went through a similar situation when I was a kid. I had a friend from the time I was in elementary school through high school that was exceptionally toxic. When I was a heavier kid, she called me fat and mood at me. When I got thin, because I became anorexic, probably with some help from you know being called a fat cow all the time, um, not she, just her, other people. no, too. not just her, but kids could be mean, but then she was jealous that I was thin at that point. Like she was never happy if anything was going well for me. And I remember when I hit like 17, 18, that's when you and I were already dating for a year or two. The
1: best time of your life.
0: And I was like, I told her one day at school, I said, I do not want you in my life any longer. Best of luck to you. Yeah.
1: I remember uh, her. Bye. I remember her very well. Mm-hmm. Um, she was very upset like tried to break us up a few times oh
0: multiple times she said everyone's gonna hate me because i've cut everyone out of my life because i'm dating mike it's like um no i haven't cut anyone out of my life but thank you right so anyway that's the story
1: wow crazy story mm-hmm. um I, yeah i was was curious about it the kids talk about it like we talked to our son like you know the slender man story he's like oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah
0: i asked <laughs> right, right him right yesterday
1: yeah well you know peyton um you yeah, know I'm, I'm so glad she survived i didn't know oh that my she gosh survived. amazing like you were like once you were saying well what peyton said i'm like oh sweet so yes. she's still alive
0: absolutely thank god these are
1: my favorite type of stories yes. at least you know i, I know she's gonna have you know mental anguish her whole life and that sucks
0: but um, it sounds like she's taking this as like i am a survivor and i lived for a reason
1: well, it's pretty ballsy to, you know, say thank you to your, uh, mm-hmm. your attempted murderer, And, uh, you know, she was l- young at the time, Morgan, and obviously, you know, some mental problems. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but, man, that's Peyton, Bella, you're strong person. Strong girl. Yeah, I hope you uh, do a lot of great things in your life um, if you ever listen to this. But um, you know, speaking of people that are doing great things in their life. Are
0: if, you speaking of our patrons? Sure
1: am, sure am. How'd you know?
0: I just love those people.
1: Yep. So uh, if you'd like bonus episodes, uh we do them every other week. So if you're a tier two person, you get every single one. And if you're tier one, uh you get it um once a month. And then tier three is just, you know, if you have tons of money, you wanna, you know, send us a little extra something. So um I want to say thank you to all of our patrons, including Colleen, Lily, Karen, Nadine, Allie, Michael. Kayla, Dominic, Brian, Shannon, Elizabeth, Manny, uh, Mandy, I'm sorry, um, Alana, Vivian, Trisha, Lauren, Megan, Jamie Beth, Chastity, Genevieve, Claire Ann, who mm-hmm. gave us this idea. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, em- oh, Emily, um, Kathy, Ava, Jovi, Eileen, Misty, Rochelle, Destiny, Ellie and Sherry. That's a good list. Mm -hmm. Those are all fantastic names. Like if I had to name another kid that came out of a, like your one one out of a hat, one of those would definitely be one of them because they're all wonderful names. So thank you all for your help. Um, yeah we didn't expect that we're growing very quickly and if you can tell some people like we said thanksgiving dinner then you know it's not the worst thing you could
0: do but we do appreciate each and every one of you yeah and like we said in the beginning we're wishing you all a very safe and happy and healthy thanksgiving hopefully you can have some wonderful time with your families maybe a little downtime or even by yourself just chilling out whatever makes you happy put up your christmas tree maybe or whatever you're celebrating Read just enjoy
1: yeah relax a little bit mm-hmm. all right until next time bye bye